I'm white, I'm upper middle class, and I have nothing to complain about. But I do anyway. Hi, I'm Mac the Milkman, and welcome to the first episode of Through the Ringer, a show where an arrogant and pompous man discusses what things are annoying him. So, how have I been pulled through the ringer this week? To start off, let's discuss shaving. Now, as of recently, I have been shaving a lot more in the shower. I used to really enjoy shaving because I could mix up some lather and use a nice sharp razor and just scrape off all the hair. And it was a nice, relaxing process for me personally. So lately, I've been shaving in the shower, which is more convenient. I just take a can of Barbersol and a razor and scrape off all the hair in there. But the convenience factor is really taken away from the relaxation and fun of shaving, so it's more of a burden at this point than any pleasurable experience I previously would have gathered from it. Now, I have very light-colored hair on my face, but it's still very thick, so I do need to shave on a daily basis. Now, there's a lot of people out there who would say, well, you don't need to shave that much, you never have any hair on your face. Now, if you think this way, you're a very stupid person, because it doesn't make any sense. Since I shave every day, logically, that means I'm removing hair from my face, so I wouldn't have any hair for you to see anyways. So, I I can't shave my mustache hair or my sideburns, because I'm currently in the process of being in a musical, and I need those for the show. But I do have to shave under my chin and my neck. Now... For some bizarre and unexplainable reason, no matter how many times I scrape and scrape and scrape against the grain, across the grain, I can't get off these little stubs of hair. Initially, I thought this could be acne or some sort of razor bumps or something like that. But no, these are in fact hairs that no matter what I do, no matter how hard I press, how lightly I press, I can't get them off. And it's really starting to bother me. It's causing me to go a little bit insane inside because I'm scraping away and I'm causing myself to bleed trying to get these stupid razor bumps, or not razor bumps, but hairs off my neck, and it just won't go away. It's ridiculous. It's insanity. I think a majority of people can feel me when I say that the idea of sleep has been changed significantly with the advent of quarantine. Everyone's sleep schedule has changed because we don't have a lot to do during the day. And even if we do, it gets over at a majority of times around 12 or 1 o'clock. So we have to fill out the rest of the day with activities. Now, what I've been doing with this activity is um, sleeping even more. I get up around 8 in the morning, do some stuff, go to bed around 10 in the morning. And this process has been leading to some very mixed results. On one hand, I'm feeling a little bit more refreshed. But on the other hand, I can't sleep at night. I'm feeling tired around 7 or 8, but that's too early to go to bed. And then I'm not feeling tired again until 1 in the morning. So the process keeps repeating and repeating, and now I don't know when I'm supposed to sleep or when I feel awake. Now, because I'm sleeping so much, the climate around me is really starting to change around my household. Now, I sleep upstairs most of the time, meaning any heat or coldness takes about an hour or two to get up here. So it changes radically throughout the day instead of being consistent like it is downstairs. So I'm constantly taking off my shirt, putting on my shirt, 
taking off blankets, adding blankets. I even have a heating bed, which is pretty nice and keeps me warm on really cold nights. But then once it gets pretty warm in here, I have to turn it off and then remove all blankets entirely. And sometimes that's not enough in itself. I'll go downstairs and sleep on the couch. True, this is a more consistent in terms of weather, but it's not consistent in terms of my sleep. It's not exactly the most comfortable place. So I'm getting more sleep, but I wake up with back pains. Now this is also an issue for me personally, because I already have back problems as it is. So sleeping on a box spring couch is not helping me at all. If you haven't noticed, a very strong theme so far is a lack of ambition. This goes as far as to me eating cereal. I have no ambition to add milk when I pour a bowl of cereal. Now, I'm the kind of guy who really likes milk in his cereal. But picking up the bottle, opening it up, turning it over, it's, it's a lot of work that I'm not really willing to put up with. So, I'm just pouring it in there and crunching and munching, getting it stuck in my teeth. And I found out, the we- in a weird way, a lot of cereals, they just aren't meant to be eaten without milk. Lucky Charms, the marshmallows, surprisingly, are more better to eat in milk. You'd think that they would taste better dry. And they do taste alright dry. But when you put them in milk, they actually get the texture of a marshmallow. I was shocked because for years I used to only eat cereal dry. But once I started eating it with milk about a year ago, I couldn't stop. So this is a brand new experience for me that I have now being lost because I'm too lazy to do it. Now I don't know if this is just me getting older, but I'm finding myself enjoying cereals that I used to like when I was a kid less and less. Cookie Crisp, for example, when I was like seven, that was my favorite cereal. But now that I'm older and wiser, I can't stand this stuff. It's dry. It's it's big. The pieces are very large, surprisingly, for a cereal. And I just can't stand the taste. It doesn't taste like a proper chocolate chip cookie. It just tastes like garbage. And also, I don't feel like I can trust an adult who eats cookie crisp. Now, even if you like to try it for fun, if I see a grown man like myself who is six foot five with strapping muscles, a full beard, you know, myself. If I see someone like that eating cookie crisp, I don't think I can trust them. Imagine a politician eating cookie crisp. Imagine your teacher, someone you trust as a mature authority figure, eating cookie crisp. You wouldn't see it. You can't see it. And in a wonderland that we exist in, in which many things are possible... I don't think cookie crisp is something you should eat past the age of 12. I've also begun to notice that most cereals taste exactly the same. Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, and Tricks all are the same fruity cereal. Fruit Loops are just tricks with a hole in the middle. Fruity Pebbles are just if I stepped on a tricks. Chocolate cereals also make me feel gross, but they also suffer from the same problem. Now, not including Count Chocula. I love Count Chocula. I could kiss the Count himself, and if he tasted like Count Chocula, well, (laughs) I'd enjoy that very much. But Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa Pebbles, 
all taste the same and suffer from the same problem. Cocoa Pebbles and Cocoa Krispies, I don't know the difference between the two, and it scares me. I am frightened by them. They're, start, they're similar, but the slight change in between them, for example, the Krispies are more crunchy and crackly, it frightens me. I don't know how something could be so similar yet have a slight change to make it such a significant change. And I, I'm talking over myself, but it really scares me. I'm frightened. On the topic of foods, I just want to briefly mention canned foods. Now, there, there was a great invention that was made probably 100 years ago, and that was the tab. You simply pull up on the tab, and you pull back, and the can is open. Now, I don't understand why all cans do not have this miracle invention. I still find many cans today that require a can opener. And I don't understand why. Now, I can use a can opener. It takes me a while, but I can use one. But I just don't understand why they would not use this brilliant invention. It can't cost that much. And a major company like Campbell's probably could have the money to throw in a, a lid. I mean, a tab. And they do. But sometimes, like, I'll have, like, some anchovies. No tab. If I want something like tuna fish, most of them have tabs. But then you'll find, like, stockist, stockist, sorry, Charlie, you'll find that they do not have a tab. Why? Why do you not have a tab? Why do I need to get out a can opener to open up a can of tuna fish? And you're wondering, you're thinking, hmm, maybe that's why I want them to go to Bumblebee. Bumblebee? Hey, you got a tab, Bumblebee? Huh. I'm sorry, Starkiss, but I'm wasting time with you. Now, you don't even taste that much better. I can guarantee that if I gave someone Bumblebee and a can of Starkist, they would not be able to tell the difference. And if they can, they won't be able to say who's who. You don't find someone going out there saying, Man, I'm really craving some Starkist tuna fish as opposed to Bumblebee tuna fish. You don't find that. You won't find that. It's, it's not humanly possible. You're a fool if you think this way. A fool, I say. Well, that's just about all the time we have. I'd like to thank you all, and I'd also like to thank Rad, whose information I'll link in the description, for creating my wonderful art that I have displayed for you. Thank you very much, and I wonder who will pull me through the ringer next week. Thank you very much.